Jesus said, Let your light shine before others, so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father who is in heaven. Every good endeavor is a gift from God. Here on Faith Marketplace Radio, you'll be inspired, equipped, and encouraged in your work as you hear business leaders share how their faith impacts their work. Joining us every Saturday at noon on AM 1160, Hope for Your Life. For Faith Marketplace Radio, here are your hosts, Bob Lambert and Jennifer Villarreal. Hey, welcome to Faith Marketplace, where a show that spotlights Christian business leaders to equip them and encourage them. We want to inspire you to live out your faith in the work that you do through the daily interactions of your business. I'm Bob Lambert, founder of Samurai Business Group. We help companies and their sales organizations to get accelerate their revenue. We do this through a training and coaching program that we have. Also individuals. And my co-host, Jennifer Reyes, which isn't with us today, unfortunately, she is the founder of Sales from the Heart. Uh, she serves entrepreneurs, coaches, and small business owners nationwide through customized business coaching, one-to-one or in a group. Uh, she helps them gain clarity and direction in the business uh, so they can have more consistency and clients. Say bye-bye to stress and hello to life business with unshakable confidence. Listen, I am so excited. We got a great guest today that um, actually pretty recently that I got introduced to through a, a group that I have a, a lot of uh, admiration for. And I also was a part of one of these peer-to-peer groups that's called Convene. And I'd like to welcome Karen Hung today. She is the CEO of Silver Rock Consulting up in Wisconsin. So she's beaming into us today from Wisconsin. And Karen, I'd like to just give our listeners a little bit of your background. Uh, you know, who are you and what is it that you do? Sure. First of all, thank you, Bob, for having me on. It's, it's such a pleasure and honor. And gosh, we really enjoyed our time with you. Uh, as Bob said, I'm Karen Hung, CEO and founder of Silver Rock Consulting. My quick background and thumbnail is I was a corporate executive for most of my career life. I worked and was blessed to have worked for large blue chip companies like GE, Johnson & Johnson, uh, Citigroup, and uh, led marketing strategy and innovation. So as a chief marketing officer, for example, a few times over, head of strategy, head of innovation. And during a period of time, um, God led me to go ahead and found Silver Rock. And uh, what we do is to focus on clients who really have ambitious goals and work in terms of catalyzing their growth aspirations through both strategy and other aspects of transformation. So business transformation, growth transformation is what we do. So what about that faith side of your of your of who you are? When, yeah. when, were you born a Christian? You just come rolling out as a baby Christian, or how did all that? Yeah, work? don't we wish we all were right? Born so <laughs> wise. Um, well, here's my faith story. I was born into a family that were not Christians, and you know, you know, the Bible talks about God reveals his it reveals Himself to you, and that He's the author and the finisher of our faith. Well, uh, just because I started going to church as a young child. I started going to church probably around five or six years old. My parents sent me there, actually. Um, we were an immigrant family. And they sent me there to um, be part of my acculturation process in the United uh, States, yeah. to learn English, um, uh, to bone up my on, on those skills. And in the process, um, I, we met we met somebody who we I called my American grandma and kind of took us under her wings. But really... The, the key piece there is she was my anchor and brought me into church. Oh, wow. But through that process, um, as a child, I came to faith at around eight, eight years old. 
And um, it was a big decision. If you think of a kid who's eight years old where the family's not a, a Christian, that was, that was part of my, uh, my start. So I remember asking Jesus into my heart in my bedroom alone one night wow. because I just believed. And then okay. I, yeah. And then I went in front of our church. I went to Bellevue Baptist church. And for those who may know, Dr. Adrian Rogers was my pastor. So I got okay. um, pastored under Dr. Adrian Rogers, but I remember going up in front of, it's a Southern Baptist church, Bob. And so we had altar calls. So I went up right. by myself in front of over a thousand people. Wow. As a kid by as myself. Eight, as an eight year old. Oh as my a, goodness. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So that was um, part of my faith journey. And I remember having the belief to believe and the belief to have confidence in God. Wow. Starting then. Wow. Well, we have had folks like yourself that have come on, but somewhere along the path of college and a few other things, they kind of got off the track and kind of, you know, went, and, you know, diverted a little bit and then came back when they started having kids and all that. You didn't do that, though. You're a good, good Christian girl. You didn't ever have that. Perfect happen. all the way. Perfect all the way. Um, not so much. Uh, not so much. So if you're asking me what I hear implied in the question, Bob, is, you know, were there times that uh, I wasn't such a strident follower i would say yeah I, i've had my moments of ebbing and flowing and right. um you know I've, I've certainly you know sinful and imperfect like all of us right. uh, i would say I probably didn't fall too far off the trail but i definitely fell off the trail one or two you know a few times i, I will mention one part that was a pretty dark period in my life it was a really hard period in my life where just personally everything was kind of falling apart um you know i was going through a really tough, um, I'll share this in terms of being vulnerable here, but I was going through a divorce and a divorce that included um, infidelity from mm. my husband. And that was hard. Yeah. Really yeah. hard. So the sense of betrayal, the heartbreak, it was just raw, raw emotion. And, and I thought God was in all of this. And I thought, well, maybe there's not a God. I had a oh, moment. Yeah. I had a sure. moment. So if you think about it, right. I started yeah. my, my whole life. I believed in God. So I had right. a moment like, well, maybe I got it wrong all this time. Sure. And I stuck my pinky toe out in the lake of maybe there's not a God. And I'll tell you, Bob, it was scary. Yep. And I knew in my spirit that that wasn't right. And I came running back to God to say, I'm so sorry that I doubted you. And, um, but boy, that was, that was, uh, that was an interesting moment yep. to be at the fulcrum of deciding and then having to re-decide to say, yes, I do believe in a God that no matter what, he is still there. He yep. is good. And I was reminded of um, Peter's words when he said to Jesus, well, Lord, where would I go? Right. Where forth will I go, Lord, for you have the words of eternal life. Yeah, that was my that's great. Yeah. And we've had some and we're having times like that now. Right. Uh, we're going through this whole situation none of us have ever been facing before. And that's a challenge. Right? Yeah, we're gonna we're going to uh, get into that a little bit more. But what I want to do with, with our listeners is, you, hopefully you've been a steady listener. But we're going to tell you this: you want to text us at two two four four zero four nineteen eighty eight, and if you do that, you text us there with the word silver in it. Uh, there's going to be a special gift for you. And we're going to talk about that later. But anybody that texts us at that number. 224-404-1988 is going to get uh, access to Karen's website where she has a 
fabulous offer out there, a montage video that will allow them access into the whole library of stuff, the content they have, and they've got fabulous stuff out there. So you're going to want to get into that. So make sure that you uh, check that out. Well, listen, um, you know, it's obvious you're a little bit passionate about some of the things. What, what, what led to all this passion now that you have? And particularly the shift you made out of corporate life, because that's a big decision. Yes. And then getting over here into helping companies um, on your own with some yeah. of the gifts, the special gifts you have. Why are you so passionate about that? Well, I think a few things. One is the shift. Um, yeah, Bob, it was a huge shift. And I, the shift was, uh, it was a God-driven shift. It was a faith-driven shift. I'll never forget the conversation. I had an offer to join a company, um, large global entity, huge brand, large credibility, the largest of its sector, and great opportunity. And I remember speaking with somebody and they said, well, do you want freedom or do you want security? Mm. Wow. 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 I had, to, I had to stop. It was a watershed moment. So I, I myself and my now husband and our senior pastor prayed and we sought, sought the Lord's face. And I heard clearly, clearly and inaudibly um, the Lord say, turn down this offer and go, I want you to build out your consulting practice. Mm. And so that was the start and the birth of Silver Rock. And we'll talk about Silver Rock in a moment. But I, sure. what I want to share is um, that was a huge leap of faith. Not only, you know, before when God calls us to certain things, it's, it's, um, it's having great faith. But this is having faith in a great God. And saying, okay, right. Lord, if you want to do me to do this, it's sort of like Moses. Yeah. Don't send me from here unless you come with me. And right. so that's what I asked the Lord to do. How long ago was that, Karen, that you made that? Uh, um, yeah, you know, uh, probably about four or five years ago. Okay. Four or five years yeah. ago. And it was a very dramatic departure, like you suggested, right? Yeah. I was used to large infrastructure. I had my own, you know, support staff. I had a team I was leading. We were looking at all sorts of different kinds of complexities. And, you know, so, for example, when I had a problem with my laptop or my technology, I'd say, oh, we need to call IT. Right, right? Exactly. But when I became an entrepreneur, it's like, call IT. We need to call IT. It was like, oh, wait, wait, I'm IT. You're IT, right? <laughs> I'm not something in my team. Well, if you, have a, if you have a teenager in the house, they're the IT now, right? You that's know? right. So that's they right. figure this stuff out in a New York minute. I mean, it's just, it, it amazes me, my grandchildren, right. how quickly it's just like, okay, you know, here's what you do. You know? That's right. So, yeah, that, that is so cool. But, yeah, and, and, and I get it. You know, uh, we've uh, had a number of folks like yourself on there, had big backgrounds, big corporate backgrounds, very successful, climbed the ladder and all that, and then made that choice to, to change mm -hmm. like that. And clearly, this was a signal to you from God. Mm -hmm. So what do you think he was telling you that he wants to do what, what he wants you to do with Silver Rock? Yeah, so we are called to bring God to the boardroom. We are called to bring God to the boardroom and we do it through the work we do. So we focus on three things, our values around um, excellence, around building trust. And we do that through by bringing wisdom to the situation. And so again, our output is uh, includes strategies and things of that nature, but it's around how do we do things in a virtuous way to bring God to the boardroom and to bring God to the decision tables. Okay. You guys going to want to stick around because Karen's really, we're going to go deep here a little bit with Silver Rock and some of the wonderful things that they're doing. But we want you to text us at 224-404-1988. And the first three people that text us with the word silver in that are going to get a very special gift. So you got to hang on to learn about what the gift is because we're going to do that in the next segment. Okay. But anybody that texts us at 224-404-1988. Uh, 
224-404-1988 will receive a download into their library on Karen's website, which is fabulous. You got to go get it. We'll be right back. This is Chicagoland's place to inspire, equip, and encourage Christian business leaders. Faith Marketplace Radio. Hey, well, welcome back to Faith Marketplace, a show that features stories of Christian business leaders to equip and encourage you to live out your faith through the daily interactions in your business. And today, I have a prime example of that. Uh, I'm proud to say we have Karen Hung with us today, uh, that is the CEO of Silver Rock Consulting up in Wisconsin. So we're getting, uh, you know, we're getting Zoom or we're getting connected through uh, the magic of the internet. But Karen was sharing with us a little bit of her faith journey, uh, how she's segued out of a big corporations and a a fabulous career, went into this scary thing called entrepreneurialism and formed Silver Rock. (laughs) So Karen, in this segment, why don't we tell the folks a little bit more about Silver Rock, uh, all the special talent you bring and the talent you put together to help uh, businesses? Yeah. Well, first of all, it's a God journey. And it starts with, um, I shared, the inspiration was you know, a, a direction from the Lord to turn down another a corporate offer and start Silver Rock. And I said to the Lord, okay, Lord, if you want to do this, you know, I'm praying like Moses, come with me, right? Don't, don't take, leave me out of here, um, but come with me. So one of the things I asked the Lord to do is to help me name the company. Mm. Because wow. remember in the Bible, God, God gives identity, into and validity legitimacy to to things right right so he turned abram to abraham saul to paul so i asked the lord i said lord if if this is you know i believe this to be your firm i'm asking you to name it so here's a quick story around the name the kind of a little bit of the process so we went and did our diligence i hired a firm we did you know i had my network of friends we're like brainstorming over 50 names like nothing was sticking (laughs) nothing was sticking and my attorney would call me it's like i need a name all the papers are ready and i would say okay not yet we're still working on it i was like lord (laughs) we need a name right for six months six months later six months and i was driving home one day and the name just fell into my head and it was silver rock consulting i thought hey that kind of that resonated with my spirit. I drove home. I said to my husband, hey, I've got the names. Like, oh, finally, what is it? <laughs> After all this time. Right. And I said, Silver Rock Consulting. He's like, great. It, it has an, a ring to it. It has a ring to it. Uh, what does it mean? I was like, I just got the name. I don't know what it means. I have to, I have to, check, with the, I have to check with the boss. Lord, what does this mean? And he laughed. He said, Karen, you're a, a marketing executive. You've done this at a global level. You can't go out with a name without knowing the meaning. So I checked with the Lord. So here's the meaning of Silver Rock. Okay. And it, it really aligns so well and so tightly with what we do, right? So we're about growth. We're about transformation. So okay. think about Silver and Rock. Rock is your core, right. your true north, your values, right? What made you successful from a legacy standpoint of the, your competencies. And in the spiritual sense, the Lord showed me Rock is Jesus. Right. Yeah. Silver for silver to be transformed, it has to go through compression, yeah. transformation, right. fire, right? Right. right. So Absolutely. the silver and the juxtaposition tension between the silver and the rock is a really powerful thing. Well, we're like silver, right? In the Bible, it talks about God refining us, polishing right. us like silver. So Christ is the rock. We're like the silver. So the combination spiritually is Christ being our core, and we are the silver being transformed. Right. In the commercial sense, we are about 
your, you know, the tension between and the juxtaposition between your core, who you are, why you're in business, and the silver around kind of the innovation, the trajectory, the strategies, the, the new reimaginations that you may have. And today, uh, together, they really make a powerful combination. I love it. <clears throat> now, I could probably get away with being on your staff because I got silver here, you know, quite <laughs> a bit of it. So, <laughs> the gray hair. But uh, anyway, well, listen, you know, along the way, and nothing's perfect, Karen, you know, uh, this new adventure you've gone, and we could talk about just over the scope of your career, um, because I want to dig into that a little bit. Being a Christian in corporate, you know, America mm -hmm. uh, has its challenges. And that's what I really mm -hmm. like to know a little bit about. You know, you've had challenges through your career. You shared, you were very transparent and shared with us a dark moment, you know, personally. But also, what are some of those challenges you've had along the way? Mm. Well, you know, we at Silver Rock, we always think of challenges as growth, as right. growth opportunities. So we actually have built into our culture some discipline around constantly learning, constantly iterating and, and uh, doing fast application, fast learning, fast application. And we have a process that we we have with that. And um so that's been really good. So as we see, the reason I bring that up is as we see challenges, we see them as opportunities and we have a built-in built discipline of how, one, we have a mindset around that of looking at it as opportunities and two, we have a discipline that's a quick, fast way of, you know, what did we, what did we do well that we want to keep? What is it that we want to change? So we, then it's not daunting. We're able to break right. it down into kind of discrete steps so we can problem solve easily and then move quickly through. So that's one piece that as we look at challenges and um, we want think, you know, really kind of frame our mind around it to kind of go around it. Uh, and then another piece that I would say is this first challenges, right? Um, and opportunities, we, listen, one, you know, we can never grow fast enough, right? We can never grow big enough, right? And so it's always around growth and around how do we get new clients? Who do we serve, right? Business development, things of that nature. And um, when we started with Silverhawk, it was it was me, and, you know, and, and then we built a team, as you as you said. Um, but one of the things that I had to learn personally was how to do business development. Mm -hmm. It was a little hard, Bob. Right. Yeah. One thing is to be able to think about how I go into meetings, go into situations to add value. The other one is then to add value where um, you're actually, you know, making a pitch to, uh, and pitches too harsh sounding, actually. But it's right. you know just adding value and making a suggestion for just an exchange. And so that was something that I had to learn was to, you know, how do you graciously in the right way ask to earn somebody's business? That's right. And That's so that, a great that a, way of putting ask, ask to earn because yeah. you're absolutely right. You have to earn it. And a lot of it's around trust. You know, mm. you're, you're taking their baby there, you know, and their Not brand and their entity and all that stuff. And, and coaxing them along into a, a different way of thinking or an innovation. Uh, but also you wrote something too that was, I thought was great, was keeping God top of mind as a firm. Mm -hmm. uh, explain that. Why is that a challenge? Well, I think one of the things that we get so caught up, right, in what we can do and we're problem solving for is like, okay, how do we shift this around? Or how do we think about this? You know, So whatever range of things we're problem solving for, we can kind of get into our own problem solving. And so there are things that we do to make sure we keep God top of mind. One is we, um, he's part of our staff meetings on Monday. We have a discipline that's sacred of a staff meeting Monday morning, eight o'clock, it kicks off our week. And so for us, we found that to be a great cadence. And you might say, well, what's the big deal? Well, one, we center on um, what's happening. And so, and everybody's lined up as a team. 
Mm-hmm. Um, more importantly, we invite God into the meeting and we pray him. We pray into the week. That's great. You pray into That's the week. That's awesome. Um, a second piece I'll just add is, you know, in day-to-day, right? We talk about day-to-day living, right? How does God show up day-to-day living? And that's sort of kind of the more real tangible thing. Um, we, we pray when we get stuck on a problem. We pray when um, to cover big meetings that we have. We pray for our clients so that we serve them well. We pray when we know there's big events coming up for our clients. So we do pray a lot. And we will, we will stop and pause in the middle of our own team meeting to pray. Wow, that's great. That's awesome. And I know that brings a lot of peace around to people. I know that when we pray into it as a show or ask our guests to pray into it, even in business, uh, it just brings a peace a little. I, I can't, it's hard to explain, isn't it? Sometimes it people, they don't understand, but yeah. it just brings a peace. And like you said, it kind of centers you to right. go into your day, just like right. a devotional. When I start out my, my daily devotionals, you know, and I get into that thing and I'm praying for this or that thing, it just seems to give me some peace around all of that. Yeah. Uh, you know, as I said and, earlier, too. And I want to add something, Bob, if I may. Sure. Yeah. It's praying um, that gives peace. I totally agree. And the and is pray with expectancy. Mm. We pray expecting God to answer. We, ex- yeah. we pray like, Lord, okay, this is this situation. How should we look at or how should we solve for it? And That's usually, wonderful. you know, not always, but within like, you know, a short period of time, sometimes within five minutes, we'll have like a spark of uh, inspiration from the Holy Spirit that will give us a trail down for, for a solution. So we do pray with expectancy for God to show up. That's a great way. I love that. Praying for expectancy, audience. You got to you got to expect it. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> the old adage, why doctor said, you got to inspect what you expect, you know, right. but in this case, Praying with expectation. I love that, Karen. That's wonderful. Just in a few seconds here real quickly, uh, you know, being a Christian in a corporate structure like you were, mm-hmm. were there any a quick story about how that challenged you at all? Oh, that's such a big question, Bob. Yeah. Um, yes, yes. But it's, it's so doable in the right way. Mm-hmm. And the right ways are just making sure your values are aligned. But I'll tell you a couple of real stories. Um, I started a Bible study prayer group at Citibank. Mm. Yes. So here's, wow. here's a quick story around that. You know, I felt God impressed upon me to say, Hey, I want you to start a Bible study prayer group. And I said, okay, Lord, where are your people? If you want to start, <laughs> if you want me to start a group, I need people. Where are your people? Within three days, God led me to five different people that I didn't wow. fully know through random, random things. Like I would meet them in the, on the street in, in the town I lived in. So okay. with that, we started the Bible study group. We were very cognizant of being respectful of business time. We didn't do it on business time. Right. Um, we were also very respectful of um, not using business resources, right? You know, mm-hmm. not using our, our admins, not using anything. So we were very mindful of being respectful of those boundaries. And I think because of that, it, it worked for us. It was wow. our time, our resources, uh, and how to organize around that. Wow, what a great story. And we've heard that several times from people because, you know, when you leave it up the Holy Spirit and you're hearing clearly that, hey, look, I want you to do this. When you have the courage to step into that, because we know that the secular world can be pretty tough on people of faith or even doing something like this, <clears throat> that, it, you know, you've got to be mindful. And I love what you said, being mindful of it. Uh, listen, folks, you got to text us here at 224-404-1988. Karen's got a couple special gifts. First of all, everybody that texts us, Uh, at that number is going to get access to Karen's wonderful library of content. But the first three people that text us are going to get one hour free consulting from Karen. And I got to tell you something, folks, 
that's worth a lot of dough, okay? And in the next segment, we're going to come back and we're going to let Karen explain to us exactly what in an hour she's going to be able to accomplish with you. So you're really going to want to dial that phone number. Again, that's 224-404-1988. And we're going to be right back with my special guest, Karen Hung, CEO of Silver Rock. This is Chicagoland's place to inspire, equip, and encourage Christian business leaders. Faith Marketplace Radio. Hey, we're back here again on Faith Marketplace with my special guest, Karen Hung, the CEO of Silver Rock Consulting. And we that was terrific the last time. I love that. Pray with expectation. I think that, wow, what a nugget that one is. And then also just a, a wonderful way that she is going about and telling some of the stories. But, you know, what I like to, Karen, you know, uh, all of our guests oftentimes have a favorite scripture or something mm-hmm. that has really inspired them along the way. And those change based on kind of the seasons you go through. But you have some uh, a favorite scripture or maybe a couple that you like? Well, you know, what a what a cool question that is. I, I, I do have a number of favorites. I'll mention two. I'll just mention two. One is John 316. That's the verse okay. that I memorized as a child. It's our way to salvation, right? It's why we're Christians. It's our pathway for God right. to love the world that he sent his only begotten son. John 3.16. My other favorite is one my seven-year-old picked as his favorite, which is Joshua 1.9, about Uh being courageous. Have I not Uh told you, be courageous. Right. And I feel like that's what God is telling us now, especially in current times, is to be courageous in whatever swim lane we have and whatever sphere of influence we have, is to be bold and courageous. Yeah. And I know that you, you got, it's a special thing for you for, for you know, for what you're doing right now, uh, especially that, um, you know, as a, as a person right now of a maturity, uh, is there any words of wisdom that you've given to your younger self? Oh boy, a lot. <laughs> a lot. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I think I would start with, you know, being courageous because you never know until you try. And right. I'll, I remember one time I was faced with an opportunity to, and it sounds simple now, but actually to be a professor. And um, in addition to the work I was doing, you know, with Silver Rock, and I thought, well, it's a lot of work. Do I want to do this? You know, what does this mean? So I had all those questions. And somebody looked at me and said, would you regret not doing it? And I was Uh, like, yes, I would. So I took up the mantle and I said, we'll just make it happen. And that may not be sounding so courageous, but in terms of balancing everything I had going on and fulfilling, making sure I could fulfill my commitments well to yeah. the people I committed to, right. that was a big thing. So I would just say be courageous. And obviously, starting Silver Rock was a huge deal to give up right. security of a paycheck, you know, healthcare benefits, moving to warmer climates. I was like, Lord, are you sure? And then if so, right? And so um, I would just encourage everybody to be courageous in how God, God's calling us. Yeah, that is that is awesome, and and great wisdom, you know, for your younger self. But uh, and especially very profound right now in what, mm-hmm. what's going on, mm-hmm. uh, particularly for people who got a lot of angst, a lot of anxiety, a lot of concern around themselves, the you know the country and what else is going on. Absolutely. So let's dive in a little bit more. Now you're going to give away uh, one hour free consulting for everybody that mm-hmm. texts us here at two two four four zero four nineteen eighty eight. You're going to get an hour of this fabulous woman's time. So what does that mean? What, what does that mean? What, what are you going to do in an hour for these people? Sure. I think the first thing, Bob, is to really listen. For us, it's to listen to understand what it is that the person that we're speaking to is um, in the midst of, to understand their context. We think context is really important. So that's one. Number two, what will be really important is to understand what's on their heart and what's their pain point. 
right? Mm-hmm. So there's not a ready-made formula. It's, you know, what is it that you are thinking through? What is it that you're grappling with? And how can I serve and be of service to you in helping come alongside of you to help think about that? And so that's probably um, a really strong, important starting point. And then there's, depending on what it is, you know, if it's a strategy question, we can kind of look at different marketplace cons- concepts. If it's a business reemergence uh, situation, um, you know, we can think through that. You know, for, for Silverock, for example, we're, you know, we think about our three growth horizons. We are working across all three growth horizons with at varying energy levels. Um, but we do, we're a big believer in innovation. And, you know, there may be times that we're going to need to think about cannibalizing ourselves to get to the next. And so those might be some of the conversations we think about as far as tangibly what are some steps that you can take. Yeah. So anybody that's really, uh, you know, that calls in that really has a a, a concern. And right now there's a lot of concern in this marketplace Mm -hmm. as to what should I be doing? Am I in the right markets? What do I, how do I come out of this? Do I emerge or revive, rebound, whatever words we want. Do I reimagine, right? Reimagine. So it's very appropriate right now. So you got to get out there in Texas, 224-404-1988 with the word silver to qualify for eight anything free that she's giving away but additionally three people that call in and give us that the first three people call in are going to get an hour each of her time now karen let's get into a, a you know kind of the context of what silver rock does so tell us a couple stories about how a, a client brought you a problem what kind of solutions you would tell you know special things you guys do and then what was the result of that sure i'll give you a health we um, work with the health a large healthcare provider system and um, they've been amazing clients. They're so mission driven. And one of the things that they were thinking about is like, one, how do we capture more market share, right? Because people are consuming healthcare a little differently. So what we did was really work with them with kind of who are the key decision makers that happen? And it's women. Women make 83% of the decisions in the household and 90% of the healthcare decisions. So we knew that if from a lifetime and a relationship point of view that we can provide value for the woman, the family comes and we can provide value for the family for healthcare consumption. So we worked with this one client in developing things to um, to serve women, you know, the the women's health and really um, did three big engagements for them. And I'm very happy to say they have launched uh, launched all of them, um, and one in particular actually got a lot of press, which is fantastic. We're very excited about that. But right. this one particular solution that was launched to press, it actually gave us um, uh, it gave us an opportunity to really look at their capacity, a, b, their cost structure, and c, uh. consumer demand. And we were able to create a winning solution thinking through all three of those ways to increase their capacity, to think about what is the consumer, what is the market wanting in terms of choice, right. giving the market, you know, the women more choice in terms of the types of um, physician interactions. And then uh, it was a lower cost structure. Wow. That's fabulous. Now, just to give it the context, that's a, that's a big health. What size companies do you work, generally work with? Are they all C-Corps or are they uh, individual companies, uh, family-owned businesses? What do you work with? Yeah, we have worked with a range. Um, so our strength is to be industry agnostic and our, uh, our range uh, is also our strength in working with large corporates as well as medium to smaller businesses. I would say um, we, we tend to do really well with global entities through kind of mid cap, 
But a lot yeah. of our knowledge base is very transferable. I think it's just the transferability of the, the knowledge, right? And kind of the application. So there's different ways we can work it. Uh, and we, we do have three industry focus because we felt like we needed to, to get more traction for growth. You know, so it's right. health tech, FinTech, um, manufacturing, advanced manufacturing. We have two secondaries, which is around retail branded apparel, uh, consumer packaged goods. But again, we, we feel like we have the strength and part of our the beauty of the magic, what we can bring to the party, our you know, ability to think across multiple uh, sectors and what the learnings are from each one. Okay, that's great. Um, with Again, just kind of focusing on the changing times right now, what are the kind of things that are happening that you're getting coming at you now from some of these clients as they start to think about coming out of the, this, this, this yeah. season we're in? Yeah, it's interesting, Bob. We uh, we put together a, a, a webinar of it, also um, a, a bit of a um, you know thinking deck, you know thought leadership deck. Um, so there's a couple of things I'll just net it out. One is really understanding market context, and we hear so much right the word unprecedented all over, and it is true, unprecedented. But we changed it to highly adaptive times instead of thinking of those as unprecedented. We said, well, how if we change reframe it to say these are highly adaptive because this puts you in the driver's seat. You can now say, well, I can adapt in these times. And so how should I adapt? How can I adapt? And this way, it's not as much of a victim role. So that's one um, that we kind of changed the paradigm on. A second one that people have come at us a lot with is like, what's the new normal going to be? What's the new normal? <laughs> right? We've heard a lot of those conversations. Oh, yeah. So one thing we said was you have the old normal, right? So, you know, January, right? Just a few months ago to new normal, but who knows when that new normal is going to be? Right. What we said was instead, right now we're facing, we're in the middle of the emerging normal. What is emerging now will influence the future and impact the next. So if we think about the new normal, we also need to think about how do we want to shape the new normal by what we do today. So when companies are coming to us like we don't know, we don't know, it's like well we can do something now to help shape and shape the future. So again, putting us and the client into the driver's seat to say, okay, what are the things that we're seeing that is working well, and what are the things that we're seeing that's a going in a direction we may not want it to go that we can re reshift it, right? Let it be like water and reflowing that water. So an example, a tangible example is, um, you know, uh, works working styles. Right, you know, uh, in how people want to work remotely or not work remotely, how it is working, isn't working. So that's right. one dynamic internally, right? And how do we get alignment or strategic alignment around getting people's headsets around those things? Another one um, that we're seeing quite a bit on is what we're calling the duality, the challenges. So there's a huge transference of the, the large doing really well, high demand, and then others whose pipeline just dried up overnight. Yep. So what do you do in those situations? And so we're working with clients to think about in this duality, how do you shift the market? How do you shift the market demand? So those are wow. some examples that I can tangibly give you at this moment. Yeah, um, there's that's a, there's a number of other things that we thought through as well. Yeah, um, <clears throat> but that's so keen. And it really frames out, Karen, how important your work is and what you're doing with companies right now in this dynamic time that we're in is how do you take and shape that out? Because as you said, we're on, yeah, it's unprecedented, but guess what? That's good news. We got, we, we could, we're working with an empty pallet here. We could kind of draw things out right. uh, where there might've been things that they sh were doing that they should have gotten out of, you know, and all that kind of stuff before. Listen, folks, you want to text us at 224-404-1988. You've heard a lot of really great stuff from Karen. You can understand what you can expect 
from Karen out of this thing and pray with expectation because she's going to give it to you. Uh, but that's what we want you to do. Get out there and text us at 224-404-1988 with a keyword silver. Everybody's going to get access to our library. Three people to call in. First three people are going to get access to Karen. Each one of you is going to get an hour with her. And I'm going to tell you, it's going to be the best hour you ever had because you've heard some of the stuff that she's doing right now. You got to stay tuned. We're going to be right back in our next segment. We're going to tackle the subject, do you have a mentor to help you become more efficient manager? This is Chicagoland's place to inspire, equip, and encourage Christian business leaders. Faith Marketplace Radio. Hey, I'm back here, Bob Lambert and Faith Marketplace Radio. By the way, we're here every Saturday noon and 1 o'clock, so plug us in. Also, go out and check out our website, faithmarketplace.com. We have all the podcasts out there for the last seven years. Uh, you're going to really want to be able to check some of those out, especially this one today with Karen Hung. And our special subject today, we're going to roundtable, is do you have a mentor to help you become a more effective manager? And Karen, I know you've got some examples of that. What do you want to share with us? Yeah. You know, when people think about mentorship, they think about a number of different things, right? They think about a formal structure, am I in a program? They think about just loose relationships. And I would say, you know, whatever works for you um, is, is really something for you to consider. But one thing I would say, whether it's highly structured or not structured, you should be committed. It's about being committed to the mentoring relationship on both sides. It's as much of the uh, responsibility of the mentee as it is the mentor. Uh, so a couple examples I'll give you. Um, when I was the chief marketing officer at Lands End, I was informally asked by a number of my colleagues to mentor people in their team. So that was certainly a big compliment. And with that example, you know, I, I was you know marketing and I would mentor um, folks in design and um, some of our operational areas, et cetera. What was really nice about that is that we were committed to a cadence. So we had scheduled mm-hmm. time. So we made sure we had the dedicated time, and it was on calendar. Something as simple as on calendar was is right. right? If yeah. it's not on calendar, it doesn't get done. Right. So that's right. one example. Another example, a different different examples are a lot of mentoring relationships I've had uh, where I've had the privilege of pouring into other people. And so those are a little bit more sporadic, but people I'm committed to over time. And so that's been exciting where one was a startup founder of now a very successful uh, creative agency. I met them for lunch, ended up spending four hours drawing on napkins, all sorts of strategies, right? Here's some adjacency spaces you should think about. What about your resource team? You know, all those kinds of things. I love it. One one more recently, she was in a large corporation. If I mentioned it, you'd be like, oh, yeah. Um, She was thinking through kind of a portfolio, you know, what she was just describing. I said, well, that sounds like to me a portfolio career and um, and talked about she interested in in teaching and also in moving into more venture fund kind of area versus a traditional functional area. And so um, I was blessed to know people that I was could actually open some doors for her. So that's been really cool and rewarding as well. But again, all this to say, whether you're on the receiving end or the or the giving in, go into it with seriousness, seriousness and commitment. I think that's the biggest takeaway. Well, I've told this story many times. I was so blessed in my career early on that I had great coaches and mentors, particularly coming up in a fortune company. And they really poured into me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and when I tell them, particularly from marketing side and then into the sales side, because that was two different kind of coaches and mentors, basically. But what I loved about it, particularly in the sales side, is they would lift me up kind of the military, you know, philosophy, praise in public, reprimand in private, you know, yeah, right. and they they did that. It was wonderful. But 
you know, they'd lift me up and praise me maybe in public. And then when I had to go get a spanking or take me out to woodshed, they would do that too, you know, but that was always in private. It was never dressing you down in, in, in front of people or anything like that. Um, And that's, you know, today it's a little disconcerting because we, we kind of fallen away from some of that where people are getting publicly reprimanded and dressed down Mm -hmm. and all that kind of stuff. And it just is, it it tears people down. It doesn't, it's not, it's destructive. It isn't anything positive. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm a big fan, which I know you are too, of mentor groups or peer Mm -hmm. groups. Mm -hmm. And I know you're in a couple of those. So why don't you share with us a little bit about that? Yeah. You know, Bob, we talked a little bit about iron sharpens iron earlier. And so I'm a member of Convene and Mm -hmm. my Convene group is great because, you know, every time we all take turns, right, kind of being um, spotlighted as far as an issue we want to share. But every time we go in to give, we receive. So when we go to listen to others, we also um, I can say for all of us that we all learn something. I certainly I certainly do. So that's one. Um, Another group I've been part of is C-Suite for Christ, which is um, a different format, but it's a it's also kind of a like-minded peer group where, again, we can kind of share. And this one is a little bit more, it's a different format versus kind of peer sharing. So, I, you know, the, the point here is really around find communities that you can plug into that keeps you whole, keeps you on a good moral grounding today, mm-hmm. um, keeps you in um, kind of the spheres of influence that are meaningful and relevant to you. So for me, it's business, right? Um, so those are the things that I would suggest. The other thing I want to just mention before we kind of lose time here, especially with women and people of color, and obviously I'm both, um, it can be, and leaders, just leaders in general, it can be very lonely, can be very lonely. And if you don't see the examples that you want to emulate, be that example. Ah, Communicate the hope, show the possibilities, because leadership is a responsibility and a privilege. And it is a responsibility to show hope Hope is the biggest currency. So I want to really uh, impress that upon the audience about the opportunity and, frankly, the responsibility that God has given us to steward over uh, people, especially as leaders, people in groups and entities and organizations. Especially um, in this season right now. But I've been sharing that with the leaders right now. This is when character is really going to come to the surface. That's right. And That's it's right. either you're going to step into this thing and really lead, as you're mm-hmm. saying, yes. uh, with hope. Uh, right. Be inspiring. It doesn't have to be all oh, the sky is falling and all the rest of that stuff because right. people are watching you. They're That's watching cool. how you're reacting to things. And, you know, uh, you know, even if inside you've got a lot of turmoil going on, man, mm-hmm. buck up and be that face uh, face forward. You know, right. when you look at Christ's ministry and all the things that he was faced with, what was the good news? It was good news message that he was bringing mm-hmm. to all of us, right. you know, and right. that we as I, I see it, I'm an ambassador. You know, so that's how my legacy has got to get passed down. And, and what better way to take somebody under your wing, try to mentor them. But more importantly, is get a good coach or mentor yourself. That's right. Um, it's one and thing it may to, not be one person. It could be a group of people. Yes. So, for example, with Silver Rock, I, I knew I wanted people to help hold us accountable, give us discipline, help open doors for us, um, right. you know, all those kinds of things. And so we have a board. Uh, Silver Rock has a board and we have a phenomenal board. I'm very grateful to them. Mm hmm. And so if there was, uh, you know, there's one thing that I wanted to uh, ask you about. Um, you said something about uh, before co-imagining or something. Co-creation. Co-creation, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you know, at Silver Rock, we do a lot of co-creation and it's a multiplier effect, right? So it's not about a consultant telling people what to do. It's really about all of us in the journey together and being able to solve something together. And so we think about it as a multiplier effect where we honor and respect 
the knowledge as resident within the team because they've been in this business a long time, whether, you know, like, you know, whether it's healthcare or um, manufacturing or, you know, service provider or, you know, uh, just it's just the range, right? Consumer packaged goods. So we respect sure. that, but then we can come in and, and bring and build along with them to co-create and create a, a really phenomenal solution. And that's frankly where we get lend voice and agency to the people who are part of the organization and we can kind of open minds and shift paradigms and we learn together. And people, frankly, who work with us, not only at a at a you know at the sponsorship level, executive sponsorship level, but at a team level really um, appreciate being able to learn together and co-create. Yeah, that, and again, you know, you're all in it together kind of thing, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, I love that whole team concept, but more importantly, the whole coming around to this, because in a way that's a mentoring too, that you're that's doing right. with this team, because like you said, you're respectful of that, you're pulling things out of them that maybe they have thought of or didn't really understand. Mm-hmm. The other thing I like about it too, is you got an objective viewpoint you're coming in. You don't have preconceived right. notions. All you're seeing is the whole and this wonderful mass of silver right here that you can help take and mold and shape and refine into a vision or something that they may not be seeing at all. That's right. And uh, you know what we love? We we love unleashing greatness in others. We love yeah. bringing out the best in others, and we love seeing that. It gives us a lot of joy. The other thing that I just want to um, make sure the audience hears is. When you're a mentor, have an opportunity to be mentored is not just mentoring, but it's really advocating and sponsoring. And that's where uh, putting your money where your mouth is or some teeth into the game to say, I will stand behind and go to the mat for the people I believe in. Boy, you said a mouthful there, especially in the times we're in right now. You know, we really need that powerful thing. Well, again, folks, you want to uh, check in with us at 224-404-1988, the keyword silver. You're going to get access to Karen's database at Silver Rock. You're also, the first three are going to get an hour each of her time. And you've heard some fabulous things that she brings. So she's going to bring. We'll be with you next week at noon to one o'clock here on AM 1160. Thanks for joining us for Faith Marketplace Radio, here to inspire, equip, and encourage Chicagoland's Christian business community. Faith Marketplace is on every Saturday at noon, right here on AM 1160, Hope for Your Life. Listen to past shows anytime online at faithmarketplace.com.